Jerry Jones was was asked about, you know, Dan Quinn, are you worried about losing Dan Quinn? That's going to be part of the offseason conversation again. Just how all this has come together, because we've all had our frustrations, we've all had our complaints about Mike McCarthy, about Kellen Moore. The Dan Quinn hire, when the Cowboys first announced that Dan Quinn was going to be the defensive coordinator, I mean, maybe it was just because we were so... I mean, maybe it was just because of the uh, the memories that Rod Marinelli was leaving us with this Cowboys defense. One of his parting shots is rubbing his eye with Tabasco sauce in his eye. And I'm sure part of it, too, was because the last one of the last memories we had of Dan Quinn was being a part of that Falcons 28-3 team in the Super Bowl. But this was not an, an entirely celebrated hire. This wasn't one that really got Cowboy fans ecstatic that, you know, Dan Quinn's going to be your defensive coordinator. We knew what he did in Seattle with having with with that defense and being a part of the, you know, the Legion of Boom and everything, but in the world of what have you done for me lately? Dan Quinn was just associated with that 28-3 Falcons blown in the Super Bowl, even though it wasn't his fault because, you know, he was calling the defense and Kyle Shanahan wanted to keep throwing the ball instead of running it when you have a big lead in the Super Bowl, even though, you know, we love Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan, offensive genius. But Dan Quinn got attached to that, and so when the news came down that he was going to be the defensive coordinator, there was as much skepticism as anything else. And so as much as 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 maddening as it can be at times with all three of those guys individually as coaches and just you know everything that we associate with Cowboys football and being run by the Joneses and and it sometimes it's funny, sometimes you have to laugh or you'll or you'll cry. I mean all the feelings that are associated with the Joneses running the Cowboys and the way that things play out on a week-to-week basis. There is something in that organization that is is one of those football cliche intangibles that's just working. Because when we like if we find the middle ground between not getting carried away with the fact that they've won four in a row and just acknowledging that they've kept the season afloat and not getting too carried away with the Cooper Rush stuff. The man I love with all my heart and soul, the love of my life, Cooper Rush. You take a step back for a second and you realize how well I mean you, how well all this has come together. And, and we've talked about that, you know, over the course of the win streak the Cowboys are on, you know, how well everything's coming together. But talking about you know talking about with, with whether it's the Lobos or Russell Wilson and the Broncos, the pieces when the pieces don't fit together, it 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 it's a total uphill battle. But when they do come together, you can get around some of the some of the offensive deficiencies or some of the deficiencies on a on a certain side of the football. Like those intangibles are real and do have impacts on games, and it's hard to ignore that at this point with the Cowboys having won their last four, regardless of of who it's of who it's against. And I mean, talking about the pieces fit together, that's that's the, I mean, that's the conversation on the other side too. 
I don't. I mean, no. I don't know that anybody expected the Rams. I don't think anybody expected the Rams to to go. Th- you know, to to go through the schedule like a hot knife through butter. But this isn't even. This this isn't even succeeding. This is a pretty. This is a red flag. And we're going to do not an overreaction Tuesday on a Monday in the next segment. So we'll talk about the Rams a little bit more and couple and 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 pick you know maybe one or two other elements from this week in the NFL that qualify for not an overreaction Tuesday. And look, I'm going to be honest with you. We're going to let we're, we're going to. We're gonna laugh a little bit. We're we're gonna poke. We're, we're gonna have some fun with what ended up being a display of trying to play football last Thursday. I mean, we're, we're gonna get into that game in as many different ways as possible. But I said this on. Uh, I, I said this a couple days ago, or it might have been yesterday. I, I have no sense of what day of the week it is, or when I or when I said something, even from earlier in the show, whenever it was that I said this uh, to, to Scott a couple of days ago. We're back, baby. We're getting into the thick of the NFL season, and we have no idea who's good and who's not, and if it's just the schedule or if or if our eyes are deceiving us, we have no idea who's good, and that means... That we are in the thick of the football season. It's Team Talk ESPN Radio 1017. The team will continue the NFL conversation next. Again, we'll get into not an overreaction Tuesday. Best sounds of the weekend coming up later on in the hour as well. Team Talk ESPN Radio 1017. The team.